you've been very critical of Rand Paul and others on the Patriot Act and in particular Section 215. So first, make your best case for why Section 215 should stand and then explain why those afraid of a government that classifies conservatives, Tea Partiers, libertarians as right-wing extremists as the real problem as opposed to jihadists, that those people should trust the power of Section 215 in this government's hands? Uh, Great questions, both. I think, first, there's two aspects that make the metadata program worthy of being kept. Uh, The first is that the purpose of the program, notwithstanding all of the narrative about how it's dubious whether it's um, whether it's actually stopped any particular uh, terrorist attack that was planned. The, the main purpose of the program is to enable us to map organizations to try to figure out who are or which people are in uh, the network of a cell and you know its surrounding support network, and to do our best to try to to drown or, or, uh, or, or squeeze and make uh, disappear the funding channels and the other avenues of material support to the terrorist organizations. So it's, it's more of a mapping remedy than it is a, a tool that's designed to stop terrorist attacks. Naturally, we'd love to, for it to uh, perform that function too, but I think people are misinformed about the way that uh, that intelligence works. It's kind of like, uh, you know, my best analogy to it would be uh, in a trial, especially a trial that's based on circumstantial evidence, which, uh, you know, for prosecutors, circumstantial cases are sometimes the the most compelling cases because they're not, you know, they're not based on, uh, they don't rise and fall on witnesses with access to crime and, and that sort of thing. It's, you know, it's a million little pieces that all point toward guilt. But the point is that, um, Intelligence is a mosaic, just like evidence is a mosaic, and it's rare that you're able to say that one single piece of it um, was, you know, the critical thing um, that was in the nature of a smoking gun and that established guilt and that established that a terrorist attack was about to take place. Uh, it's, it's, this, this program uh, is one tool in an array of tools that are designed to give us a maximal amount of information uh, about who is in a jihadist network. And in a time when, particularly under the Obama administration rules, we're treating terrorism more like a law enforcement problem than a national security problem, and therefore uh, we're not only, you know, Mirandizing people who get captured, we've the, this administration has so... Uh, uh, screwed up, I guess, is as good a word as any, or good a phrase as any for it. They've so screwed up um, the notion of detaining people under the laws of war. You know, they don't want to have anyone in Gitmo. They don't, because they're wedded to the law enforcement approach, they don't want to detain people indefinitely so that we can use them and exploit them for uh, intelligence purposes. So, that avenue of intelligence is drying up, and that's among the most important. That is the, the information that you get from captured terrorists. If you're going to dry that up, you don't really, you can't afford to be cavalier 
about the other things that you might be getting information from. And this program uh, is one of those things. I might feel differently about it if I thought it was anything other than a trivial uh, uh, intrusion on personal privacy. But the, the intrusion that it actually is has been exponentially overblown by the critics. This is a program that doesn't even include identifying information about people. The only thing that's in the data bank is telephone numbers. To them, you're not, a, you're not Ben, you're a phone number. And the only thing that the program can tell us is which numbers call which numbers at which time and when and for how long. So, you know, the thought that this is domestic spying, the closer you get to accurate information about the program, the more absurd that that uh, that prospect uh, becomes. Um, do people trust it? Um, you know, ultimately, all intelligence programs come down to how much you can trust the government. And in an era like we're in, where you have an imperial and lawless administration, it becomes more and more difficult to trust the government with anything, let alone intelligence programs, because by their nature... Uh, a lot of what goes on has to go on in secret. But the reason I trust this program compared to other um, aspects of the Obama administration or other bureaucracies that the Obama administration has abused is that this is not a unilateral executive branch show. When the Obama administration uses the IRS to go after conservative critics of the president, what you're dealing with is an agency that is acting completely uh, at the whim and at the direction of superiors in the executive branch. Because of the controversy over the Patriot Act from the beginning of it and, and the collection of information under the Patriot Act, very strong oversight was written into the law. So that, for example, prior to 1978, the executive branch did... Uh, uh, intelligence collection against foreign threats to national security completely unilaterally. Uh, it didn't. It was. It would be preposterous to think that you'd even have to go to a court for uh, permission. After 1978, uh, Congress required the executive branch to go to court. And since 1978, and certainly since 9/11, the participation of the courts in national security and in intelligence collection uh, has been ratcheted up uh, to a fairly well. And in this particular program, what they've done is they've taken information which is not constitutionally protected, that is just your, the information about your phone calls, not, not the contents of the phone calls and not even your own identity. Uh, they have only allowed the government to collect it. Uh, not to scrutinize it as they collect it. Uh, they have to get judicial permission in order to collect it in the first place. And then if they want to do more, they have to go back to a judge uh, and show cause for why they should be able to scrutinize some of the numbers. There are other protections that are, uh, that are in place that force them to uh, get rid of data every, I think it's uh, five years. They're allowed to hold it, and then they have to purge it also in place to minimize the possibility that innocent people are going to be swept up in terrorism investigations, which I think is, based on the, the data that we have about the way the program's been used, that's a minimal uh, threat anyhow. I think uh, 
you know, there was one year where uh, there were all of about 300 uh, inquiries into the database, uh, notwithstanding that it had collected millions and millions of records. So the, the chance that even your phone number, not your name, your phone number will be uh, inquired into through this program is statistically almost uh, negligible to the point of almost uh, non-existent. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I guess it, it, that's a long-winded way of saying it's a very minimal, I think, trivial intrusion on privacy, and it's a program that uh, potentially helps us map terrorist organizations that could threaten us.